0: Post82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals, with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So, head to the App Store or the Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last minute tickets. What's up, what's up, everyone? Jason Jones of The Athletic checking in with you. Kings defeat the Atlanta Hawks 121 109 tonight. A lot to talk about from this game, a lot of things I liked. We've got a few things to cover. Talk about the, we'll call it the testicular fortitude of Luke Walton, the city starting backcourt in the fourth quarter. Trey Young torching the Kings and wondering who's going to do something about it. The return of Harry Giles, the return of bogey, the good bogey, as I call it, you know, the bogey from two seasons ago. Not the bogey who's dribbling, dribble, 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 go one on one. Few things to cover on this one. So let's go ahead and get ready to jump on in this. See what we got. Kings win, 121-109 at Atlanta. Finished this road trip 2-1. Successful trip, in my opinion. You know, you, you beat a bad Knicks team. You beat a struggling Hawks team. You lose at Toronto. No shame in losing at Toronto. Rallied back to make the game competitive. So, you're going home feeling good. Um, Buddy Hill finished with 22 points. De'Aaron Fox had 17 points, 9 assists. But the real player of the game tonight, we'll touch on this later, is Bogdan Bogdanovich. 20 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds off the bench. The bench was big, big, big tonight. Our first thing I want to go into is the return of Harry Giles. Harry played 8 minutes, 4 points, 1 rebound, 1 block shot. It was a pretty nasty block at that. Uh, Luke was able to work him in. This was Harry's first game being active. And it was just good to see him get back on the court after n- not doing anything or being involved on the court. Really missed all the training. Can't miss the entire preseason. I think uh, the second unit definitely benefited from a little bit of spark that Harry gave him. Like I said, it was just an eight minute stint. You know, six minutes in the first half, two minutes in the, in the fourth quarter. But it's a step for him, it's a chance for Harry to. Establish himself while Marvin Bagley is still out. Make a case to stay in the rotation once Marvin returns. Uh, look at the, the game tonight. You guess you could say uh, Harry took some of Dwayne Detman's minutes. Dwayne only played 11. Rashawn Holmes still played his uh, usual fill of minutes. He played 29 minutes. So once you get Marvin back, you know probably a couple of weeks away. But still, Harry, this is the time now for Harry Giles to establish himself. Make his case that with without Marvin he should be in the rotation so that's a good step for the Kings to have him back in the mix let's see what he can do with his opportunity Uh, when the Kings didn't pick up his option one of my uh, team sources said it was time for Harry to to prove it basically to earn his next contract now he gets the chance to go out there and earn it so let's see what he does with it next I want to move on to like I said kind of the audacity the gall of Luke Walton, you know, the coach, many of you out there love to hate to sit his uh, starting backcourt in the fourth quarter for most of the fourth quarter, just in in a game on the road they needed to get. It was a big decision, I thought, but it was a necessary decision. Things weren't clicking. Trey Young was torching the Kings. And so coach did what he had to do, you know, went to Corey Joseph and Bogdan Bogdanovich, and they closed that fourth out strong. Fox came out, the Kings were up 94-93, and the Kings responded with a big run, primarily with that second unit backcourt. Uh, it was, uh, you had Bogey and, and Corey in the backcourt. Front court, you had Rashawn Holmes, you had Harrison Barnes and Trevor Ariza. So that's three reserves closing the game out, and they closed the game out well. Now, for all you want to say about Luke, is he a good coach, bad coach? I don't think we know enough to say what he is at this point, but... It takes a lot for you to go out there and, you know, you look at the stat line for De'Aaron, 17 points, 9 assists. You think, okay, that's a good stat line, but he had five turnovers. uh, Another uh, bad turnover game for him. He had seven in the previous game in Toronto. And like I said, man, uh, Trey Young is out here just torching torching the Kings, taking lunch money, doing what he wants to do after he got off to a slow start. He just killed the Kings in the third you know, carry that over into the fourth quarter. Trey finished with thirty points and twelve assists, you know, five steals. He also had five turnovers too. But you can't have you can't have that. You got to have someone step up and say, you know what? I'm going to step and making life difficult on that guy. I want to take that challenge on. And to me, that's the next step in De'Aaron's uh, development as a leader. Uh, It's one thing to be the leader on offense and he's talked about becoming more of that on defense and in the NBA every night is a tough night every night is tough so you got to be ready to defend whoever it is and he's got to come out there and say you know what I'm going to get mine on offense but I'm going to make this night hell for Trey Young it's going to be hell for him and it was hell for the first half in that third quarter. You know, the infamous third quarter for the Kings where things just don't go right for them. It happened again. Trey went ballistic in that third, had 16 points. Kings got outscored 36 28 in the third. And at that point, you're looking around saying, who's going to step up to the challenge? Who's going to come in here? Who's going to say, this is not, I'm, we're not having this anymore? Who's going to do it? Tonight, it was Corey Joseph. It was a little bit of bogey, a little bit of a reason. Some guys that said, you know what, we're going to you know, make this make this night tough on him. We're going to do something. We're not just going to allow this man to have his way and do whatever he wants to us. Can't have that. You got to have some guys step up. And I think it was good to see Luke, not just those guys step up, but Luke having the trust in those guys to step up. I mean, in a, in a league so big on stars and not making your stars mad it's easy for a coach to say i'm go ahead and lean on the guys who started the game to finish the game no matter how they played but i think that luke has developed a relationship with these guys to the point to where if he does this he's not going to lose them it's going to be a teacher moment not the first time he sat, the, you know, he sat his starters. Remember that game in Utah where pretty much Utah got to have a shoot around against the Kings because the Kings never showed up. He pulled all his starters uh three minutes into the third quarter. So Luke has that in him, but, it, you know, to see him do that in a one-point game in the fourth quarter to sit his starting point guard and go with Corey Joseph, that was big. And I think that's a big reason why the Kings won that game, which now will take me over to, my big point for tonight was the king's bench this is good bogey you know i think there's good bogey and there's hero ball bogey and tonight was good bogey 20 points five assists four rebounds a steal a block in the game in that fourth quarter when things turned around when when what, and what that unit did was led by bogey and corey was they got the ball moving again they got the ball movement you needed things had gotten stagnant out there and so they got that 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 ball movement the second unit especially moved the ball very well and you like to see that and i mean between between the uh the all the reserves they had nine assists not a huge number the kings had 27 overall but what you did i said you had to like the fact that ball moved so much better with that second unit tonight. So yeah, that's gotta be a plus and like I said, it's always a plus to see good bogey, not hero ball bogey, not dribble the ball too much and take a tough shot bogey. Uh the last couple of games that three ball's been falling for him again. He was five or six tonight. Uh six of nine shooting overall. So I mean that that three is falling for bogey again. He's looking a lot more like the player we saw from two seasons ago, not the guy last season who struggled and never seemed to kinda get his mojo back. And this is going to be vital for the Kings down the stretch. Not since they down the stretch. We ain't nowhere near the stretch. But for the course of this season, this is what you need from him. You need the efficient offense that he's shown the last couple of games. You need the leadership he showed. I thought he showed some great leadership to get in there and calm things down. And he showed some fight on defense, you know teams are going to try to attack bogey you know he's not in the big wiry long athletic wing but he showed some fight on defense and sometimes on a night like a night where guys like trey are going off you don't have to be the most athletic defender you don't have to be the you know you don't have to be patrick beverly but you got to show some fight and i thought that second unit between in the backcourt with Corey and bogey showed a lot of fight in that in that fourth quarter which allowed the kings to pull away and eventually, essentially coast to a good road win. So my player of the game, if I had to pick one, you know, it's obvious it's going to be bogey tonight. That's a great leadership, great fight on defense, help direct that offense with that second unit. And my move of the night, yeah, it's got to be Luke going to that, uh, going ahead and benching his, his key guys. You know, it's uh, not an easy decision, but he ends up only playing 26 minutes. De'Aaron played 30. But still, I think you got to give Luke some credit for some of the decisions he's made in the last week or so. Since that 0-5 start, since people were trying to run him out of town, prematurely, might I add, run him out of town, off of a bad start. Yes, the start was bad, but my God, five games, you want the man fired? That's a little bit, not a little bit, it's a lot ridiculous. If you were on that, let's fire him after five games, talk that madness, man, you need some help because... No team, well, no sane team is going to make a move like that. And if your team is making moves like that, you should be worried. You're going to invest all that money into a coach and then fire him that quick. You got to ride it out with him. The Kings were never going to fire Luke. But, hey, it needs to be said that if you was on that fire to coach after three games madness, you need some help. But, yeah, I moving tonight, Luke going doing that, riding it out with his bench and letting his bench, letting three of his bench players close the game. Trevor, yeah, shout out to Trevor Ariza, four, six on threes, 14 points, man. Uh, Anybody who's close to my age, I'm I'm quietly rooting for, and he's an L.A. guy, so I have no problem saying I want to see Trevor do well. You know, all these guys in their mid-30s, you know, near my age, I root for them just because it reminds me that, hey, I used to be young. (laughs) But, yeah, when I was shutting up the bench and all, you got to give Trevor some love as well, just because like I said 14 points, two steals, four, six on threes, hit some key three-pointers. So, yeah, they definitely show some love to Trevor Ariza. Like I said, show some love to Corey Joseph, the nine points, the four assists, the toughness on defense. My man had two block shots. And, you know, Corey is not like a six-foot-six guy, but that, I mean, that just shows the fight that he he helped bring to the game along with Bogey, along with Trevor and that's what you want to see. That's what the Kings need. You need some fight on defense. You need that fight. I mean the Kings shot fifty-five point three percent on the game, which is they're not gonna do every night. They enter the energy game as one of the worst shooting teams in the league. And still the Hawks shot fifty-two point nine percent, which is ugh. It's not good at all. Not good at all. You never want to see a number that high. But in the end, the Kings got the win because they played enough defense down the stretch. Hold you know, they outscored the the Hawks in the fourth. 30 to 26 so they've knocked off they gave up 36 in the third 26 in the fourth for 10 point improvement so that's how you pull that off and that's how you uh get a a win on the road against a struggling hawks team and coming up next you got tuesday hosting the portland trail blazers and suddenly the blazers are looking real funny in the light right now they're struggling people talking about they need to make a move they got to do something with that team Three and five, some tough losses in there. Things aren't clicking right now, which means the Kings better be ready because for all we know, they'll come into Sacramento on Tuesday ready to, to make up for all the struggles they've had lately. They just blew a tough one last uh, last night against the Clippers, leading in the third, leading in the fourth, and then the Clippers just, you know, Kawhi, the, the, the robot that he is, comes off of a bad first three quarters and takes over on them. So they should be in a foul mood either way, looking to make something happen. And this would be a good game where we could see if uh after seeing the way that Trey Young had his way for that second half, maybe Fox and those guys come out and say, you know what, we know how good Dame and CJ are, but we're going to make this night hell for them. We're going to make we're going to make them work. Can they make them work? Will they make them work? That's what I want to see on Tuesday. So I'm about to get up out of here, y'all. You know, Kings win 121-109, improve the 3-6 and six on the season, go 2-1 and one on this road trip. I'm pretty sure Luke will give him a couple of days off maybe to get ready for Portland. So, y'all take it easy this weekend. I'm going to try to do the same. You know how to find me, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram where I have all my shenanigans, even more so than I have on Twitter. Either way, y'all can join me and have some fun. Y'all have a good weekend. Uh, Go Bears, beat USC. Uh, Do I got to shout anybody else out? I don't know. Shout out to Long Beach, South South Central, L.A., my hometown. I think I'm done, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. And I will catch you after the next game. I'm gone.